everyone. Welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I'm Zen. And I'm Emily. So today we're back with part two of our Disney 123 Disneyland's edition. So in case you missed the previous segment, the way it works is we choose a Disney-related topic. So in this case, we're going to be talking about the different lands of Disney California Adventure this time. And then comes the 123. Yes, so the one, two, three. The one is choosing our favorite land, so our favorite land at Disney California Adventure. Then the two comes in with two reasons why it's our favorite, followed by three interesting facts related to that land. But before we get to our choices, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. When you look back upon your life and you see all the things you achieved, certainly none of them started with inaction. And when you're planning for your next career journey, find us, the University of California, Irvine. We've over 80 convenient online certificates to help you navigate the future, and we're the perfect Sherpa for your next big adventure. Find us at ce.uci.edu. Hey, welcome back, everyone. So, um, what if we do a reveal on this? I'm kind of curious to hear. You know, must be I'm kind of surprised curious what you guys have to say so on the count of three everyone say or i'm gonna actually three two one it but okay on a three two one countdown everyone reveal what their favorite land is okay 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 three <clears throat> oh excuse me three <laughs> creepy three suspense <laughs> i have a frog in my throat <laughs> three two and a half two one Cars, Cars Land. Boy, Nevison Street. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I'm looking How, for- You guys are like on the same wavelength because you have the same favorite <laughs> for Disneyland, too. <laughs> I hope we don't have the same factoids and such. I hope so, too. Oh, man. Uh-oh. How interesting. And if we do have the same factoids, I hope mine are better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll both be interesting. Okay, okay. So um, I guess I'll start out with the, start out. Um, Cars Land is my favorite land, and just to continue on what I had said from the previous podcast of why um, why it's my favorite land, it's the only land at DCA that has its own movie. Basically, <laughs> oh, that is true. <laughs> Um, cause, cause remember last time I said Tomorrowland is the only land that, in <laughs> Disney that has its own, has its own. Oh, movie, that's so. right. That's right. <laughs> Prerequisite. Yes. Yeah, so Must um, have its that's, own movie. that's one of my two reasons why I like it. And number two, it is to me, one of the most immersive lands that I've been to, um, in California. It's mm-hmm. kind of like when you go to galaxy's edge it's just when you walk into Galaxy's Edge, you feel like I may be on a planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I walk into Carsland, and I remember the first time seeing Carsland, I was like, "Oh my god!" At not- and when I walked into it at night, it's just like it's like walking into a Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. So that is the two reasons why I like it so much. Um. So going on to three factoids, um, my first factoid is, if you've been watching the Imagineering story, originally, that land was going to be called Carland. 
Oh, a singular car. Carland. Carland, yeah. Okay. And it was supposed to be just automotive in nature, um, huh. not necessarily tied to the movie. It wasn't until Cars was seen as a viable franchise that they decided to retheme it and rename it Carsland. Oh, huh. interesting. So oh. Carsland was not the original theme. Hmm. Who the heck knew? Um, number two, if you walk into Carsland, um, what partially also makes it so immersive is is when you walk in, you it's separated from all the other. You can't really when you walk in the the only way you see other lands is when you're walking out. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. There's no through area really. Well, there is a small through somewhere in the back, but it's, it's hard to see. It's hidden and in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Cause now it goes into galaxy, not galaxy's edge, Avengers campus, right? Yeah. Okay. That's right. So part of the reason is they kind of have a mountain range on the back end of, uh, of the race radiator racers. And if you look at that mountain range in the background, you will notice that there's a bunch of stones that are kind of like not quite a 45 degree angle. And that is an homage to Cadillac Ranch in Texas. Nice. Um, If you're not familiar with what Cadillac Ranch is, Cars takes place off of Route 66 or, you know, it's kind of an homage to driving all across the United States and Cadillac ranch was an art thing put up by a bunch of hippie kind of artists where they buried something like, I think it was like 13 or 15 Cadillacs. So they were kind of a 45 degree angle and the tails, uh, the, the big tail wings were sticking up and pointing towards the sky. And if you look at the mountain range in Carsland, you'll see those Cadillac wings pointing up at the sky. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. That was one of my factoids, but oh. it's a really cool oh, fact. Oh, no. No, oh, it's no. totally fine. <clears throat> That's totally fine. Uh, but yeah, when I first, when I read that earlier today, when I was re research, I was like, no, like I totally didn't even know until I, until I read about it that that was, I, I guess whenever you walk into Cars Land, I just see mountains and I didn't think about it. I was just like, yes, mountains because desert, you know. And mm-hmm. then when you look closely, they're like, oh my God, they're the Cadillac tails. Like that's so like hidden, but also in plain sight. Like that was just mind boggling to me. But so cool, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So the last one, this. The one I have. Hopefully, it doesn't cross over with you, Emily. This is going to make you warm your heart, Jennifer. Ooh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, if you listen when you're in Carsland, there's always music playing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And one of the areas that you hear the most music being played is um, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now lots of people don't know, but um, there's actually multiple songs. Actually, there are seven songs that are sung by a comedian who plays Mater, and his name is Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, yeah. You're familiar with the comedian? Larry the Cable Guy. It's like, get her done. 
that guy. Okay. Yeah. But do you know who plays the background music? No. No. Billy Hill and the Hillbillies. <gasps> nice. Wow. That's awesome. So if you're a big long-term fan of Disneyland, we know in the Golden Horseshoe on the Disneyland side, there used to be a show called Billy Hill and the Hillbillies. And he, um, that group was a, f- you know, family favorite for, I don't know, 20 years. Yeah. And at, um, maybe about five years ago, um, they parted ways with Disneyland and they went over to Knott's Berry Farm. But if you listen carefully, when you're in Cars Land and you hear the accompanying music to all the major stuff and sometimes some of the background music in Cars Land, you can hear a little bit of Billy Hill and the Hillbillies. That's awesome. There you go. Those are my three factoids. Nice. Great factoids. Um, Okay. So, as we know, my favorite land is also Cars Land. And it was actually really hard for me to choose because I I don't really think of California Adventure as having as dis, as distinct of lands as Disneyland does. I agree. Um, which makes it difficult. So I had like, I basically, I had to pull up the map and just look at what was in each land. Um, and Cars Land is came out to be my favorite and it is because of the things Zen said so the immersion is crazy and it's just because it's that one main road that you walk down and you're just walking towards Radiator Springs and on the left and right of you you see all of the Route 66 things. Do you know what the name of the road is? I don't. Me neither. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll discover it as a... Maybe you can discover it as I talk. <laughs> uh, but like, it makes it so immersive because you are just... As soon as you walk off of the, the main California Adventure road, I guess, you walk onto the Cars Land road and you're just in Cars Land. Yeah. yeah. I love it. So that's... One thing, same as Zen. The second thing is I really enjoy their holiday overlays. Ooh, Because they do it to the whole land um, and not just the rides. And so it's always fun. And they do it to, like, um, even some of the food items, too. Like, especially Cozy Cone Motel. I feel like they've done some Halloween or Christmas, like, churros or mm, mac and cheese or Mm-hmm. other things that are just it makes the <laughs> whole thing even more immersive because you're just in the holidays uh, in cars land and it's great um so those are the reasons why it's my favorite in addition to my prerequisite so it was end's prerequisite was that it's a land that has its own movie mine is like if i was stuck in this land does it have all of the things to entertain me and also like for survival purposes um so they have food <laughs> you know they have the cozy cone motel like exactly there. yeah exactly <laughs> uh, they have bathrooms i know because i've been there <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, they they have radiator springs which is like the most one of the most if not the most popular ride like i think it that, really is the best yeah, yeah over there and that was kind of one of my factoids is that um radiator springs is the most well again i don't know if it's the most uh, that wasn't in the factoid but it basically the as soon as 
you go into the park, you need to get a fast pass if you want to, um, because they go out like they go really well. They see now. Take that back. Cause fast passes don't really exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the time, but even then, like the lightning lane. Oh wait, yes. no, because that's not even true because now it's an individual price. Oh, well, Never mind. all of the things I'm <laughs> saying is outdated then, but it was really popular <laughs> with fast, fast passes um, some time ago, a couple yes. years ago, um, that it was like, even with fast pass, it could get up to like an hour, like two hours or something like that. Um, but hack, if you wanted to kind of bypass that and cut it in half, you could take your group into single rider line. Um, I don't know if any of this is remotely current today Um, but that was a little bonus factoid but i'll move on to my actual facts is that radiator springs racers that is the most expensive ride built by a theme park Um, i think domestically i'm not sure about worldwide at least domestically it was estimated to have cost 200 million dollars and that was mostly because of they wanted to make it so immersive so most of that cost went into um that whole backdrop of mountains with the Cadillac ranch. Ah, that makes sense. Yes. Um, and then my second factoid is that in 2008, when the Imagineers concept team toured route 66, they were taking notes about everything that they must have in cars land to represent route 66. Um, like from the buildings to the signs to the benches to even like the, I mean, obviously, like, the Cadillac Ranch um, is an homage to that Cadillac Ranch. The Cozy Cone Motel um, is an homage to the Wigwam Motel or Wigwam. I forgot what it's called. But there's, like, there's things that exist the in Cozy real life. The Cozy Cone, right? Yeah. There, yeah. There's an actual, like, where you can go oh, yeah, 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 sleep yeah. in. Yeah. Yes. The, where the, you can those... actually go in. Yeah. Yeah. And sleep. Yeah. In it. Let me see what it was called. I had it pulled up. Yeah, I think you're right. And actually, there was more time. than one along Route yes. 66. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's like the Radiator Springs Curios and Sand Hills. Radi- well, that's like the, the store with all the signs. Um, and then there's like an actual store in Oklahoma called Sand Hills Curiosity Shop that also hmm. has a bunch of like you know, eclectic signs too. So there's like a ton of things that they pulled from real life places and put it in Cars Land. But there's one exception that I just thought was funny is that along Route 66, it's all pretty much desert. Um, so there really aren't any trees. And so mm. the one thing they were like, they we should put trees because it get, kind of gets hot here. And they wanted to prioritize, sh- prioritize giving shade to our, their guests rather than sticking 100% to the concept of Route 66. Mm-hmm. So that's why there's trees. Um, and then another interesting thing about that whole trip that they took is that the historian that kind of led that tour for them, he actually ended up being the voice of the sheriff. Oh. oh, yeah. Nice. His name is Michael Wallace, and huh. he's a journalist and historian. So... Oh, that is cool. Um, That's neat. Yeah. And then last one. I didn't know this. um, Learned this today, too. Apparently, if you tell Red the fire truck that it's your birthday, he will sing happy birthday to you. Cute. Really? That must be really fun for little kids. Just like, oh, my God. 
Apparently, I want to try it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love huh. when they add little, like, touches of, of magic like that, you know? Right. Like, the unexpected. The one That's thing really I cool. like, the one other thing I got is I really liked about Cars Land is, um, it, it's, I know it seems obvious, but if you look at the way all the buildings are lined up on the main road, it's the exact same layout as in the movie. Nice. Except closer together. Actually, yeah. in the movie, they're all like, you know, maybe a hundred yards apart. These are mm-hmm. next to each other because of lack of space. But I was just like, oh, they're even arranged in the same places. <laughs> you know, Attention to detail. Like, yeah, it's like the little things like that. It's like, oh my god. And so That's awesome. I want to watch the movie. It's been a while. I know. I it's been a long time for me too. I don't even think I've seen all of them. No, I've definitely have only <clears throat> seen the first one. Mm-hmm. I've seen all of them. Uh, you can stick with the first one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. That's telling. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, like, okay. I mean, the, I like number two, but it's Mater in Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. It's like Mater's Tokyo Drift or something like that. I can't remember cars and stuff like that. <laughs> and, then, and then the third one is kind of a Rocky Balboa story. Ah. So, you know how Rocky becomes the coach? Yeah. Okay, so it's kind of, you know, Lightning McQueen becomes the coach. Oh. So, I mean, it's so it's a different, I mean, it's no worse, but it's just kind of like, eh, it's, they're okay, you know, but it's yeah. not like, you know, it doesn't, it's not like the first, same thing with Toy Stories. It's kind of like, I, I've seen these before. Yeah. So. Interesting. Not bad, just, you know, a little bit of a rehash. Huh. Okay, good to know. all right well i thought about choosing cars land as well because like emily said there's really not that much theming when you really look at the the lands like it's subtle you know it's like like i feel like when you go into disneyland it's all over the top like you know you're in adventureland you know you're in Frontierland. but when you go to california adventure stuff kind of blends together a little bit. So it's like, oh, wait, am I still in the same land? Or has this now become a different land? Or, you know, so it was, this one was much harder than the Disneyland one. But I chose Buena Vista Street because like you guys, I have prerequisites too for my choices. So mine is if I was going to live anywhere in the land or in the the park, where would I want to live? And I just have a lot of really good memories with Buena Vista Street. Like, you know, California Adventure isn't very nostalgic for me just because I really have not spent as much time there as I have at Disneyland. Even like, you know, when I had a pass, it's like we really didn't. We went to California Adventure for like two seconds and then went back to Disneyland. So but like all of my really good memories of California Adventure have always kind of happened in Buena Vista Street. So like. You know, in the before times when you could just go to either park whenever you wanted, my mom and I would always start off in California Adventure and go to that Starbucks because there's way more seating there than the Disneyland side Starbucks or even like downtown Disney, too. And um, so we would go there for breakfast, kind of like, you know, spend some time checking out the shops and looking for pins or pin trading over there. And then the other thing I really like about that 
section is I love the old school 1920s Los Angeles aesthetic. And like, if you really like take some time to look at the buildings over there, they're so beautiful. There's so much attention to detail in like, you know, they have like these tile scenes of, you know, like you can see some on uh, like Carthay Circle has some. I think there's some near the like town hall kind of area. But just like like even the raw iron and stuff like that, just all the detail is just so pretty. So um, I really love all that. So that's why I chose Buena Vista Street because I would love to live in one of those like places up above the stores or something. Aww, and yeah, right. It's really pretty. So, and then my factoids. So, Buena Vista Street has only been in existence since 2012. Because when DCA opened in 2001, it was known as... It wasn't there, right? Do you remember what the place was called that was there? Actually, Uh, I don't. But all I remember was they had this big, beautiful mural um, mm -hmm. that was made out of... uh, I forget. It was like made out of shattered pottery. Yes, I, yeah. I remember the bridge was the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and the monorail went across it. So it was known as Sunshine Plaza back in the day. Oh. And the whole idea was it was like you were stepping into a postcard, like a hello from California postcard kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you had like, you know, the the beautiful scenery, the artwork, the Golden Gate Bridge, that kind of thing. And then the big sun wheel. So it was like... It's a postcard brought to life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, but th- but this new one is much more like you know, kind of like a mirror of Main Street. It's like Main Street USA is Walt Disney's childhood. Buena Vista Street is his like you know foray into California, Los and, Angeles. Yeah, huh. so that's the first factoid. I Second, didn't know that. Yeah. So, second factoid. This one I had no idea about, so I'm curious if you guys had heard of this before. So, according to the Disney Parks blog, the street addresses on Buena Vista Street have a kind of secret code to them. So, the first two digits of the addresses are either 26 or 27, which is in reference to the years that the Walt Walt Disney Studios were located on Hyperion Theater in Los Angeles. And then... The second digits are kind of a nod to an important milestone year in Disney history. So, for example, the blog showed that the address for um, Julius Katz Shoe and Watch Repair is 2701 Buena Vista Street. So, 27 we know. The 01 is a nod to the year that Disney was born, 1901. Interesting. No idea. It's some kind of Disney Illuminati code. Right? <laughs> the secrets. The secrets of Disney. Yeah. So now, like... National treasure. That's, right? <sighs> so now next time we go, it's kind of like, okay, what does that number mean? What does this number mean? You know? So there's that. And then the third fact, I also didn't know this one either. So um, do you guys remember the candy store that's right next to the Starbucks over there? Yes. Um, vaguely. Vaguely? Okay. So it's a store that's called Trolley Treats. And do you remember what's in the window of that store that is kind of like an iconic thing that's there? No. That I am blanking on. 
So there's like a little model of a rock candy mountain. And then I think it's got like a little train or something that goes around it too. So that was actually almost a part of the storybook land canal boats in Fantasyland. And so I guess back in the day, they actually made a model that looked like this one, but using real candy. And then they decided to scrap the idea for that, but they kept, they made like a, a non-candy version of that model. And so that's what you see in that window. Wow. Yeah. So we could have had the big rock candy mountain in storybook land, but yeah, they decided maybe that wasn't too iconic or, or something. So they scrapped it, but that's where it came from. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, to me, I think Buena Vista Street is one of those other lands where it's like the theming is really good. Like you totally know that you have, Stepped back in time, 1920s, like everything looks era appropriate, like that kind of thing versus like, I feel like if you turn the corner and you go to Hollywoodland or is it called Hollywoodland? I don't even know. Um, I just closed my map. (laughs) 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 It's called, uh, what's called now? Yeah. Yes. It's kind of a mishmash. Like, it's kind of modern, but it's also kind of old school, and it's not very coherent, yeah. you know? Especially, actually, I think the only ride that they have there is Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Yeah, because that used to be, when it first opened up, they had a lot of event kind of game show things. Mm. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> they had, like... Who wants to be a millionaire or something like that back there? Mm-hmm. Or one of those, you know, was like a game show. And then there was a big, actually, there was a big, huge um, uh, eatery mall kind of area back mm-hmm. there. And, and oh, don't forget the, what happened? What's, what's showing in the movie theater now? The 3D theater. Oh. Is there anything now, going on in there? Now it's um, Mickey's Philharmagic. Right? Yeah. Okay. It's a great place for a nap. yes so but yeah it was always kind of like shows and stuff like that back there so Mm -hmm. yeah i wish they still had the stuff that was in the animation academy too like the the thing where you could record your voice and then it would dub it over the cartoons like that was so cool man that was fun yeah so I kind of wonder why they took that out. Like if it was like, maybe people were saying things they shouldn't or something. And so just was like, no, we're not going to have our characters saying lewd things. Or I don't know. I'm just wondering like, why? So cool. Anyway, I'm actually surprised. Neither one of you said Avengers campus. I, that was on my list, but it was like, Uh, eh. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, Ellie, I mean, I guess at least now the lands, you know, what you were complaining about is that they're become more distinctive, you know, <laughs> Avengers campus right. looks like Avengers campus and, you know, cars land looks like cars land. It's very, very distinct. You know, I would even say like Hollywood land has a certain look maybe because it's doesn't look like anything else. Yeah. But you know, it, you know, I guess per, the, you know, like when you're in Disneyland, they all have, for lack of better words, they're all different personalities. Mm-hmm. 
completely different personalities. And before California Adventure was kind of like all California, right? Right. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. It was all California. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I, <laughs> Maybe I think time will change my mind. They were off to a good start when they did the whole, like, reworking of Buena Vista Street and Cars Land. They just need to keep doing more of that. You know, really, I mean, Avengers Campus is really not bad for the amount of space they have to work with. But, like, they need to keep that up and, and focus on upgrading these lands. And not just, like, oh, here, we stuck an overlay on it, like, mm-hmm. here. Paradise Pier, Pixar Pier, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, some of the, well, of course, the front part doesn't have any, do they have any attractions? They used to. They had the red trolley thing. Oh, yeah. I thought, well, I always thought the red trolley was a Hollywood land thing, but I guess it does come out there. Yeah. You're right. It kind of goes to both, huh? Yeah. So, no, what if, I mean, if they even took, well, hmm, I don't know. I feel like Hollywood land needs more of an identity because it's kind of trapped between modern and mm-hmm. past. Like or either continue Buena Vista or, there. yeah, make it, make it into expand Avengers, the camp, Avengers campus. That would be kind of cool. Honestly, like when Monsters Inc. would be displaced. Oh, that's true, huh? Unless well, they change that to a, a different Avengers Marvel-related ride. Has there ever been a major attraction that has been moved in Disneyland or in California Adventure? And I'm not talking like Dumbo's, like those little kind of rides where they moved it f- like a couple feet away. Yeah. But I don't think there's never. I don't think there's ever been a major tra- uh, attraction that actually has been dug out and put somewhere else. Yeah, I can't think of any either. Because even for the dark rides, did any of those move? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, because I mean, like Star Tours really would be pleasant if it was on the edge of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Pixar. Uh, they should move that next to the Toy Story Mania. Yeah, that would be cool. Then it would be all Pixar, right, in that mm-hmm. area? But, I mean, that must cost a ton. It's probably way too cost prohibitive to gather them. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> you could do, like, I don't know, if they did even, like, like a Zootopia kind of thing instead of... But then you'd have to move the Hyperion Theater because then it wouldn't really... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy they changed it to Monsters Inc. because it's a really cute ride, but at the same time now it's like it doesn't make sense, does it? <laughs> no, nothing back there makes yeah. <laughs> nothing back there makes sense. So Yeah. Well who knows? Maybe they got a plan for it. But yep. I think that's what they need to do is they keep because I mean, you know, we've seen even some of their their commercials that came out I think during summertime, like or even right after Avengers Campus came out, where it's like, you know, it was some commercial where they tried to almost make it look like Disneyland was kind of just like chill and maybe a little bit boring. And then, oh, all the Avengers are over at DCA. <laughs> Everybody head over there. That kind of thing. And which I don't know if that's a really good marketing strategy to say, oh, this product is 
better than the other one that you really <laughs> like more, but you should go. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to see what, what Disney has in store. But for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And as always, if you have a question or request, send us a message on social media. You can find us at Main Street UCI. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Find their career boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Bye.